Welcome to Junior L's and Now What? Shows, episode 178. For this episode, I will be talking about my all-time personal favorite sci-fi show. In fact, it's probably in my top 10 favorite shows in general. Now, that's like any kind of entertainment. Uh, Your mood, where you're at, what's new, all those things affect it. Um, But this one really truly stands out for me, even though it really didn't run all that long comparatively. Uh, If you take one of the sci-fi shows I mentioned a little while ago, Stargate SG-1, um, it ran 10 seasons plus two episodes plus spinoffs. And so this one doesn't hold a candle to that from a length standpoint. Um, But the show in question is called Eureka. And the premise behind the show is it's supposed to be a kind of a sci-fi contemporary type show. So it takes place in in our world. It takes place in our present. Um, It's in a, let's call it a think tank city up in Washington called Eureka. And uh, it is all about people that are beyond super intelligent, doing things that we obviously don't have the technology to do today. However, uh, you know, the idea is if you're surrounded by people that are super intelligent, then collectively uh, you're going to do things that are beyond super intelligent and do amazing things. Um, this show for me was an amazing blend of just general science fiction, humor, as well as interpersonal relationships. It's got a certain amount of drama. Uh, it's got some great chemistry between some of the various different characters in it. Um, is there any one particular actor or actors in it that were amazing? The main character, who's uh, the he's a U.S. Marshal at the beginning of the show. He becomes the sheriff of Eureka as the show progresses. Not to spoil it for anybody, but there you go. Um He's, he's kind of the main character you follow throughout it. And there are plenty of actors that they bring in from other sci-fi shows. In some cases, just one-offs. In some cases, they're in there for the long haul. Um, there are characters in there that were from Stargate Atlantis. Um, the, um, the, the doctor character from Stargate SG-1, um, Dr. Jackson, uh, his actor was in there for one episode. Uh, there was a character in there from... Um, Oh, I can't even remember the name of the uh, Andromeda, the the sci-fi show Andromeda. Uh, she was in it for at least one episode. She might have been in it for a few. Um, there's an actor in here who actually I think is kind of fun. Uh, so I may have mentioned in previous podcasts, and I'll talk about this in a future one in more detail. There was a, a, a sci-fi show that came on a few seasons after Eureka. It started called Warehouse 13. Um, they actually take place in the same let's call it universe. And they do some crossovers between the two shows, which actually really makes it fun um, because they have enough in common to make it work, but they have enough difference about them uh, to make it fun and and exciting. Um, There's a main character in Warehouse 13 that also is a character in the first season of Eureka. Uh, he's also in an episode of Star Trek The Next Generation. He's in a few episodes of Stargate SG-1. Uh, the list goes on. Um, he was actually in a handful of episodes of Frasier. Um, so anyways, it's, it's, it's kind of neat from that standpoint. Um, there is some uh, characters that they bring over from um, Star Trek even 
the guy who was uh, uh, Crusher from Star Trek: The Next Generation. Uh, as an actor, you know, one of the things that he has done is he's spent a lot of his career making fun of himself. Uh, he spent a lot of time uh, playing bit parts and other bigger roles. Uh, he actually had a really fun reoccurring role on Big Bang Theory. Um, but he shows up at the last season four or season five of Eureka and has a reoccurring character uh, there. Um, and, and there's some other ones that, that do as well. So it's a really, really fun, I would argue, family-friendly. Um, it's sci-fi, so you know, you're know you going to have to take a little bit of what I say with a grain of salt because there's always going to be a little intrigue. Um, so uh, just be aware of that. But, you know, it's TV 14. And uh, as I mentioned in the previous episode or two episodes ago when I was talking about uh, SAO uh, sorted online, um, Eureka doesn't have anything in it remotely like some of the, the episodes of concern that I had mentioned from that show. The show ran five seasons. And I, I will give you a fair warning when I say five seasons. Uh, like many shows where they're told in advance, hey, you're going to have X amount of seasons out of the gate, then we'll see how you do. Um, Chuck was a good example of that. Hey, we're going to give you one or two seasons. And then, well, we're going to cancel you. Well, never mind. Well, we're going to keep you for another season. You know how the networks are or the, um, uh, the various companies that run these are. Well, Eureka was no different. And so as you're watching the show, you can kind of tell sometimes when they were, oh, well, we might get canceled this season. Well, never mind, we weren't. Well, when season five started, um, they had built up a pretty fantastic uh, story arc that they were going to do. Uh, Eureka was, uh, with the exception of the first season, was kind of built on um, bi-seasonal uh, story arcs. So season one had one story arc primarily throughout it. Uh, seasons two, three, four, and five uh, each had kind of half a season was one arc. The other half a season was a different arc. Um, when season five started, they had a pretty awesome arc started that had some huge potential. And they were told, I guess, by the network, you're going to have season six when this is over. Well, I guess they got done with season five and they said, that's it. We're done. We're going to wash our hands of season five. We're going to start in season six. Season five ended with a cliffhanger. And I guess the network said, never mind. We've changed our minds. You're done at the end of season five. And they said, wait, 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 wait. We cannot end on a cliffhanger. We got way too many fans. We got to do something about it. So I guess the network came back and said, okay, well, we're not going to give you season six. What we're going to do is we're going to give you one more episode. So basically they had to take the cliffhanger from season five, wrap it up, and then wrap up the entire series in one episode. With that in mind, they did an amazing job. Now, is it the most amazing ending to a story? Well, no. It's no Avatar The Last Airbender. It's no Star Trek The Next Generation, which both had really fantastic endings to their series. Um, but it was still a really good ending. Had a really good run and had some really just fun episodes. Uh, lighthearted, humorous, um, fun cast members that they brought in. Like I said, the chemistry was amazing uh, between the different parts. One thing I will note in here, which I found extremely hilarious as I started watching the show, is um, the main character and his family live in basically a bomb shelter, is their home. And there's an artificial intelligent computer that kind of runs their house. Well, before they filmed the first episode, one of the other actors, one of the other cast members was reading through, I guess they were doing one of those, uh, I don't even know the name of it, but I guess all the actors get together, they gather around a table and they just read through their lines. Um, they were doing one of those events and 
when this character was reading, he misunderstood one of the lines and then pretended and faked a female voice to read the artificial intelligence because that's what he thought he was supposed to do. It was not what he was supposed to do, but they liked it so much that they kept it. So as you're watching the show, you'll be able to figure out who it is um, because he doesn't do like the most amazing job with a female voice. Uh, but that's actually what adds to the humor of the show. Uh, it's, it's really quite hilarious from that standpoint. The other thing I do need to note is um, there's another famous sci-fi show out there, or maybe infamous, called Firefly. Um, and one of the things that makes it so infamous is it only ran one season, even though it's vastly popular in the sci-fi world. And there's a few reasons why I only ran one season. And they say the single biggest one is uh, the network stepped in and basically reorganized the episodes. They, they preferred them in a different order, which meant they aired them in a different order, which meant the plot didn't make nearly as much sense. And people lost interest very rapidly. Well, thankfully, that didn't quite happen to Eureka from the standpoint of it lost interest. But as you're watching the plot of the first season, you'll notice... It's not a constant throughout every episode of the first season. The first few episodes, yes, the pilot and the next episode, but then it kind of feels a little erratic. And that's because the network did the same thing to Eureka. They reorganized the episodes for the first season. And so it kind of doesn't make a whole lot of sense from a main plot standpoint. Now, thankfully, um, they, they, they held on tight, they held on firm, the fans pushed hard, and the show continued. Season 2, 3, and 4 were wonderful, and then they actually came back in Season 5 and revisited the plot from Season 1 so they could actually make it make sense and bring it full circle, which was kind of an amazing thing that they did. So, um, highly encourage it. One of my all-time, in fact, it is my all-time favorite sci-fi show. And if you're a fan of Warehouse 13, you'll be a fan of this, just by virtue of the fact they're in the same universe. They have crossover characters, and they kind of have a similar feel to the humor. They don't take themselves way too seriously. Um, anyways, it's really good. So uh, I highly encourage it if you can get your hands on it. I think it's on Amazon Prime right now, uh, streaming. Um, but yeah, Five Seasons, Eureka, an amazing show. Um, and in the immortal words of my youngest son, Superman, Smile, be happy, and remember that you're worth it. Thanks for listening and have a wonderful day.